0: Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, a show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have a few personnel changes to talk about today, but there's also some other interesting news. So, Sean, what are we going to talk about?
1: Yeah, we've got a fundraising for a chief med portfolio company, Philips Medisize and Glucomoticums partnership, Augmedics and Baxter have new executives. And Reuters reports that a private equity firm is in negotiations to buy some Medtronic business units.
0: So what's the first thing that we should note to start our day today?
1: Shefamed's Acura Medical raised $35 million for its thrombectomy system. It's a significant fundraising round, Series B, I believe, for uh, what the company believes could be a potential game changer.
0: What is this thrombectomy system?
1: It's a differentiated approach to address the challenges of venous thromboembolism, or VTE company says it's an easy-to-use, smaller-bore system with a low-profile steerable sheath that allows physicians to bring the tip of a catheter directly to the proximal end of a clot without needing to cross the clot. It's got an integrated aspiration and maceration technology, and it incorporates intersecting jets to enable the efficient removal of mixed morphology clots and pressure sensors that provide real-time hemodynamic data to reduce the guesswork around case progress.
0: What will the funding go toward?
1: The company has earmarked the funds for supporting its submission of the system to the FDA for 510k clearance. It calls it the Acura Mechanical Thrombectomy Platform. Other uses of the funds could include supporting clinical trials for additional indications and scaling manufacturing capabilities, which will obviously be necessary if they receive that marketing clearance.
0: How optimistic are executives after this funding raise?
1: You're always for the VASA, the president and CEO said that The Akira thrombectomy platform is designed to provide large-bore catheter performance with a user-friendly system that'll change how physicians approach thrombus removal in a clinically meaningful way. Thanked investors for their strong ongoing support as the company continues to execute and deliver on its commitment to advance its differentiated solution for VTE.
0: What's the next thing that we should know for today?
1: Next thing is that Phillips Medicise and Glucomodicum have partnered on a needle-free CGM. Non invasive CGMs are definitely an interesting area. I know we've talked about no labs, Nomura Medical before. And now it looks like Philips Medisize, a company we've known for drug delivery devices mostly, is, is getting into that game too.
0: What is the goal of this partnership?
1: The company's teamed up to design and eventually commercialize a proprietary non invasive wearable CGM device. They want to remove the technology and patient care roadblocks that exist within continuous glucose marketing.
0: So what does each company bring to this partnership?
1: Well, Glucomodicum, which is a Finnish medtech company, utilizes magnetohydrodynamic technology or MHD technology to quickly and easily extract a glucose sample by applying a small amount of energy directly to interstitial fluid, driving it to the surface of the skin. And Philips Metasize, as I mentioned, develops drug delivery devices, also in vitro diagnostic and medtech devices. But also specializes in contract manufacturing and can help with the development and scale for the technology.
0: How did this partnership come about? Well, Glucomodicum
1: actually sought out Philips Medicise because they were looking for an experienced CDMO to assist in bringing their Talisman device to market. In developing the device, Philips Medicise can apply its expertise in industrial design, mechanical and electrical engineering, connectivity, material science, miniaturization, supply chain management, software development, manufacturing, testing, quality assurance, and regulatory compliance. So what it looks like is that Glucomodicum has the technology and Philips MetaSize has the the scale and the sort of growth ability to bring that technology to fruition.
0: Let's talk about some of those personnel changes. Yeah, well, Augmedics has tapped a former Medtronic
1: expert as its new VP of R&D. It's an interesting appointment for a company very much on the rise in digital orthopedics.
0: So who is taking over this position and can you tell us a little bit of of their career background that supports this appointment?
1: So the appointment is Tal Davidson. Davidson most recently served as the artificial intelligence or AI research director site lead for Medtronic's VisionSense. That unit within Medtronic It's an R&D site leading the development of intraoperative visualization and AI opportunities in minimally invasive surgery. So Davidson joins Augmedics with a significant background in using AI in surgery at, you know, one of the med tech giant, I suppose.
0: What did the CEO have to say?
1: CEO Kevin Hike said that Tal's multidisciplinary leadership in interoperative imaging and artificial intelligence is a tremendous asset as the company builds out the next generation of its X-Vision platform and continues its mission to deliver improved surgical outcomes for surgeons and patients.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about what some of Augmetic's recent news has been like?
1: Yeah, well, news of Davidson's appointment actually comes after the company recently acquired digital health assets from Surgiline and Surgical. so sort of a lot of movement on the AI front there. And then other good news included the closing of an $82.5 million financing round in June as it looked to rapidly expand its U.S. commercial footprint. It also celebrated 25,000 screw- implants with its X-Vision system after announcing 4,000 patients treated in June, and it launched new FDA-cleared features for that system in March.
0: And what's the second personnel change that we have for today?
1: Baxter has selected a food service industry veteran as its new CFO. Perhaps not a traditional medtech appointment, but Baxter has chosen someone with very extensive financial experience at a high-turnover company.
0: Who is taking over and what is some of their career history?
1: So Joel Grade is taking over as executive vice president and chief financial officer, CFO. He joins after more than two decades in financial roles in the food services industry, 25 years at Cisco. He succeeds Jay Sicaro, who actually departed for the same role, CFO at GE Healthcare in May.
0: What did the CEO have to say about this appointment?
1: CEO Jose or Joe E. Almedia said that Joel is a seasoned global financial executive with decades of deep operational and broad business experience, as well as a proven record of results-driven impact. He said he's confident that the company will benefit from grades leadership as it continues to advance the transformational actions announced earlier this year to help fuel enhanced growth, innovation, and value for patients, clinicians, investors, and numerous other stakeholder communities that depend on the company. Not just for the sake of clarity, those transformational actions he's referring to are in the form of that business structure shakeup that we've covered earlier this year when it announced the intent to spin off or sell certain business units and construct a new operating model at Baxter.
0: What kind of optimism does Joel Grade have entering this role in a new industry?
1: Oh, quite a bit. He said that the opportunity to contribute to Baxter's ongoing transformation and make a meaningful difference for many stakeholders is both motivating and well aligned with his experience in driving scale across large organizations and successfully executing against a company's strategic objectives.
0: And what's the last thing that we should know for today?
1: A report says that a private equity firm is in negotiations for some of Medtronic's unwanted business units. We had some reports earlier this year that had some big med tech names lining up to buy these units. So it'll be quite the turnaround if uh, these units instead go to a private equity firm.
0: What exactly did this report claim?
1: So Reuters reported that the company may go outside of MedTech to sell its respiratory interventions and patient monitoring businesses. It put those businesses sort of on the chopping block, if you will, last year. And there were some reports of interest from GE Healthcare, ICU Medical, Siemens Health But the outlet says that the Carlyle Group private equity firm entered into exclusive negotiations for a majority stake in the units valued at more than $7 billion.
0: What happens if this deal goes through?
1: According to the report, if the deal goes through, the units would move to a new company that's majority owned by Carlyle Group. But Medtronic would retain a stake worth more than 35% in the new company. And Reuters specifically said its sources caution that no deal is certain. And Medtronic and Carlyle have declined to comment at this point. So still a lot up in the air, I believe.
0: Tell us a little bit about what Carlyle does and some of its portfolio.
1: Yeah, well, it's certainly not new to medtech investment, um, and private equity in general isn't new to medtech investment. But in 2014, the group won a bidding war to acquire Johnson & Johnson's orthoclinical diagnostics blood testing business for $4 billion and eventually sold that business for $6 billion to Quidel just last year. And the company also contributed to a $34 billion investment in Medline in 2021, along with a few other private equity firms. And it was an investor in One Medical, which sold to Amazon for nearly $4 billion last year. So certainly been around the MedTech block. And you'd imagine whatever they choose to do with, with these Medtronic businesses would presumably add value.
0: And that was the last story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all of these insights.
1: My pleasure. And as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You
1: can find me on LinkedIn, Sean S-E-A-N, W H O O L E Y.
0: Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech news roundup. Thank you for listening.
1: Mm-hmm.